Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. I had to think a second. What is today? <laughs> today is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. So, uh, who'd have thought, you know, I was watching Back to the Future. Uh, of course, I've watched it so many times, I can even see the uh, the lines before the actors say them drives my family insane. But they've in my top ten movies, that's... Uh, well, probably my top five uh, because of my obsession with time travel. I uh, love that movie. But, uh, you know, watching part two, how they uh, perceived you know, the future to be in 2015. Just think that's been six years ago. You know, I remember I remember distinctly 1985. I remember watching that movie and imagining what 2015 might be like. And the, and the excitement to think that there will be actually flying cars and I am very let down that <laughs> we do not have flying cars. I want well, you know, instead of me flying around someone uh, that's going so slow uh, on a double yellow line, and uh, <laughs> would it be nice just to press a button and then you just, you know, like take off? That'd be awesome. I would love that instead of making people mad. But some of you people just drive way too slow, or I drive way too fast. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's the latter more than the former, but uh, <laughs> I sometimes get into too big of a hurry. So keep that in mind. If I ever pass you, don't take it personal. As I was telling somebody the other day, uh, we was booking our, our trip uh, for because uh, me and Matt Brandy's going to have our 20 year anniversary coming up here in a couple weeks. So we're, and plus, Mass is getting ready to be a senior, so we're trying to book a trip. Uh, and uh, she just lives right here above me, and I said, listen, if I go flying around you in a car, don't take it personal. Nine times out of ten, uh, i got to get to a bathroom or my blood sugar's dropping. So, and she said, well, I do it because people are too slow. I said, well, there's that too. So, <laughs> anyway, what do we have here? Let's see, we got Miss Darlene Barker. Good morning. Miss Nancy Tyree. Uh, we have Miss Tracy Little. Good morning. Joyce Garland. Uh, Tracy Little. Uh, Angie Blevins, so that's all the ones I can see. Now, I've noticed uh, again, I'm, I'm, I still cannot access. Uh, uh, oh, and Lee J and Gina Lynch, so good morning to you as well. And I owe them some money, by the way. I got to get that mailed out. Um, anyway, they do an awesome job. They make our banners and stuff. They do an awesome, incredible job. If y'all ever see how they do in the yards, uh, where, they, where they take like, um, I guess like individual letters and spell like happy birthday, it's real popular right now. They do those kind of things. They're Beautiful, wonderful artists. They do a great job. But um, what was I even saying? Um, <laughs> talking about that, I forgot what I was saying now. Um, what was I talking about? Um, I forget now what I was even talking about now. I got talking about Lee J and Gene. I forgot what I was talking about. So I have a one-track mind, and if it gets derailed in any way, I forget what I'm saying. So. But anyway, so good morning to all you wonderful people. Oh, I know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I still can't on the, uh, you know, I had to start a new account. A lot of people would ask and say, have you been cloned? And I said, no, no, it's, it's, it's actually me. With my original personal account, I still can't access uh, the church, my Fighter for Traditional American Values page. I still have to go through the new account to share this. But I've noticed when I've got done with the devotions or like even Sunday with Dad got done with the with the sermon, there's all these comments good morning angel dixon uh angie Blake, as i already said good morning angie i think but um i'm seeing them today i see more today than i normally have but i noticed jennifer honeycutt good morning 
Uh, but I noticed that um, after I got done yesterday with the devotion, there's a bunch of comments I did not see. So if you're watching and you say, well, gosh, what a jerk. You didn't say they say good morning to me, and I said good morning on top in there. If I don't mention you, I don't see it. So don't don't take it personal like I'm trying to purposely ignore you, okay? I just want to throw that out there so you know. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt nobody's feelings for nothing in the world. So if I don't, if I don't respond or say something, you that you know there's a good reason why. All right, my friends, let us stand and let's do our morning pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. My friends, I tell you, as I say every morning, we are very blessed uh, to be able to say uh, that pledge every morning. And it is uh, troublesome uh, to know that there are uh, those out there who want to remove our freedoms that we hold dear and the fact that so many are allowing it to happen. And I, um, you know, I, I give some brief political commentary in the mornings. And as I said before, I know some people don't like it. They don't feel like it has a place in the church or in ministry. I understand, you know, they they want to focus zero in only on uh, the the word, the message. I understand that. There's nothing wrong with that per se. But as a pastor, I have an obligation, a duty to point out things that uh, Christians need to be aware of, or I would not be doing my job. But you know, just like yesterday, you talk about legalistic ideals. Uh, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, has shared that we're having our Easter egg hunt tonight uh, at the church at 630 because we got rained out Saturday. And this little guy comes on there and he says, well, uh, are they going to read what Easter's really about? Are they going to read it? And I said, I saw it because I to catch it. And I was like, yes, I read a little story every year to the kids explaining what Easter's truly about. Well, praise the Lord. And I'm thinking, no, I mean, what's this guy thinking? No, we're, no what we're going to do is hold up pagan idols, <laughs> tell the kids, say, worship the Easter. But I mean, come on, people. They, you know, Easter time, yes, I, know, I understand the actual word Easter could have, uh, you know, they're historically... Uh, had some pagan origins, but Christianity, obviously, just like Christmas was able to turn these things around, and you can't uh, separate the thoughts of Easter from uh, Christ's death, burial, resurrection. I mean, it's synonymous, just like at Christmas. You think about uh, Christ being born. You know, you you can be too legalistic and push people away from Christ. And that's what's happened to a lot of churches. They become so legalistic, they've pushed, literally pushed people away. They're like, well, you know, why go? I mean, it's just, it's, they're so uh, dogmatic about things. Uh, and I'm not saying compromising on God's word by no stretch of mention. You know that. I'm, I'm very... Uh, 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 firm in, in my convictions uh, as a Christian, but you, you can't, you know, you, you can be too legalistic and too um, super Christian, is that the word, you know, and, and you can push people away. We have to speak the truth of love. So we do these events. See, people have gotten mad. I've seen comments where people have gotten angry. We've brought in like people like Don the Bounty Hunter or Ted Nugent, and they've said some vile things. They don't, they miss the point. It's it's not them per se, where it's not that we're, we're we were, we're believing everything that these people are doing or, or like maybe what they're doing. It's the draw. See, we are fishers of men. See, when you're a fisherman, you have to have the right kind of bait to throw out there for that particular kind of fish. If, I, if I'm fishing for bass, then, you know, depending on uh, the weather or the time of year, you may use a spinner bait. You may use something that, that drops down deeper into the water. And, uh, you know, or if you're fishing for, for uh, uh, blue, uh, bluegill, 
worm in a in a bobber, you know, or you know, just, it depends on what you're you're crappy. You, there's a certain kind of bait or uh, whatever it may be, or, or you know, uh, that's what we're doing. See, we're, we're throwing the bait out there and we're drawing the people in, and then that gives us the opportunity to start talking to people about Jesus Christ. Same thing with this, with Easter. See, we're reaching out to the community. We want to bring these children in, and then that gives me the opportunity to read the resurrection story. And so these kids can have the truth, and that's why we do these things uh, to draw people. So you may not uh, completely agree uh, with things that we do, and particularly political-wise, but there are things that we have to point out. And Christianity is on an all-out affront attack, and people may disagree with that, but just you can't go any further than the baker uh, that's constantly being sued. Uh, you can see Christian universities being sued and losing the lawsuits because they don't agree with alternative lifestyles. Even in Canada, people being arrested. I mean, so we're, we're, there are things that have to be pointed out and understood. And and I'm tired of this racism, racism uh, that we see in our country, the divide. And only Jesus Christ can heal uh, that divide. And, uh, you know, we've come so far uh, in our in or thinking in regards to racism and how we don't agree with that and we hate it but yet the liberal left feel a point to continually keep that divide christ doesn't care about your skin color i don't give a rat's backside about your skin color god looks on the heart and that's all that matters where's your heart at and there's a you know we can't paint everybody with a broad brush not every cop is bad not every black person is bad not every white person is bad you know we can't paint everybody with a broad brush we have to concentrate on the heart we got to concentrate on jesus christ and that's what will bring together unity that's what will bring together those things that can help us uh, work together instead of opposing each other at every turn and uh, i get so sick of, of the liberal ideology and you can agree you can disagree it's uh, totally your choice but um you know, it's the Lord that's only going to uh, bring these things together. Uh, good morning, uh, Carolyn Kelly. Glad you're watching this morning. Well, let's look at our Bible verse this morning. We're going to look at John 15, 15. Uh, and it says, of course, I'll bring up a slide, but I'm going to read it in more detail. Uh, from, uh, and I'm reading from English Standard Version, uh, John 15, 15. Um, it says, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends for all I for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. So praise God for that reading. But I think it's very important that we go back and look at John fifteen thirteen right above that. Uh, greater love has no man than this that someone laid down his life for his friends. And in fact I have that very tattoo. You talk about uh, I don't know, you can't really see it. <laughs> anyway, that's my tattoo on there. You know, just even tattoos, we're talking about legalism legalism. And there are people out there who uh, are, think that because you have tattoos that uh, you're uh, a sinner for, how, how dare you? You know, I remember before my dad had tattoos, he saw mine, and uh, he's getting on me about it. And I said, Dad, look at it this way. The body's the temple, and I was hanging a few pictures. So, <laughs> And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with the gift. I'll never be able to be buried in a Jewish cemetery, but what were the odds before that anyway? You know, uh, so I put that on there. You know, we, there are songs out there that says, Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. And, and, and that's a wonderful thing to know that Christ is our friend, uh, that he is loving and kind and generous. But at the same time, before we become too chummy, if you will, uh, let's make sure that we understand uh, our place uh, spiritually, that he is our Lord. 
our God, our King, and we are to be humble before Him. You know, it is uh, it's a sad thing when, as you grow older, sometimes your closest friends, you start to grow apart. Me and my, brand, me and my wife Brandy were talking about that last night. I started saying me Brandy. <laughs> me Brandy. <laughs> me and my wife Brandy were talking about that last night. And there's a lot of people that, you know, you know, I've never really had a, a lot of friends. You know, of course, I told Jaws bullied a lot growing up. And so I kind of stick to myself quite a bit. Uh, now, in high school, me and my friend Lance, uh, he was like my brother. You know, loved him dearly. And uh, it, it's, uh, in fact, the other night I was talking about him, we got choked up, started crying. Uh, and because uh, uh, he was like my brother, he really was. And he ended up dying of cancer. And uh, miss him dearly, uh, David Green. Uh, me and him become very good friends. Him, you know, his brother Richie comes to church, and we become very close friends. Well, he uh, ended up dying in a car wreck. So, bottom line is, you don't want to be friends with me. <laughs> Your life expectancy might not be long. And you know, I, I don't, I don't have you know my other best friend Steve. Of course, he's married and and uh, got, got a little girl, and they, uh, he works a lot, so I don't really see him. But I, I've never really been close to a lot of people. You know, I, I, I always keep people kind of at, at arm's length because it's just, it's safer that way. You may say, well, that's cynical. I, yeah, maybe it is. You know, I've, I've seen my dad hurt so much, so many times in the ministry. He's tried so hard to be good to people, and then they've turned around and stabbed him in the back. And, you know, uh, we, we have wonderful, sweet, wonderful, loving people go to our church, and, and I do love them. I look at them as my, as, as my family. They're my church family, and I love them all dearly. But I just... We're not real close to a lot of people. But, you know, I say that to say this. When you do have a close friend and, uh, you know, you, you want to talk, you want to hang out, you want to go out to eat, you want to, you know, just do things together, just get out and go run around and reminisce or talk about what's going on in your life, you know, that's, that's what friends do. Uh, but if you only, if you got one of those friends out there that the only time you ever hear from them is when they want something, you know, I'm sure y'all have got, uh, everybody's had a friend like that, you know, you never hear anything from them, but when you see their name pop up on a, uh, on your phone, you're like, oh crap, what do they want now? You know, they, you know, they need help moving or they need help with this or they want to borrow money, you know, you, that's the only time you ever hear from them. I mean, it gets to the point where you're thinking, you know, is it even worth being friends with this individual? Well, sometimes I think we, take advantage of God in the same way because yes we are friends with Jesus so what a friend we have in Jesus that is true but I think a, a lot of people have that same mentality the only time they ever reach out to God is when they want something when they need something you know they they never ever pray to God any other time except for when they're in a panic need you know seeing blue lights in your rearview mirror oh God please don't let me get a ticket you know it's uh i've had i have had had that happen here uh was about a month or two ago uh i was leaving virginia and a state trooper i was uh, uh actually on the phone with my father-in-law he, that's when he got uh covid and i was praying with him and as soon as i saw him lights i was when it pulled over and first thing he said was thank you for pulling over I said, well i mean i knew i knew i was speeding and he he was gracious enough uh, to not write me a ticket, and because uh, he said, "Why are you going so fast?" I said, "Well, I was praying my phone long." Be honest with you, I wasn't paying attention to the speed till I saw you, and I looked down, and he said, "Well, just slow it down." So praise God for that. But uh, you know, or whether it's a cop get ready to write you a ticket, or you get a, a diagnosis, or somebody uh, that you this grim, or you're sick, or finances, you know, and then then, that's, then you run into the Lord. But any other time you're neglecting Him, and then that's not a good thing, you know. We need to make sure we're spending time daily in the Word and in prayer, demonstrating and showing that Christ is first in our lives and that we are talking with Him, conversing with Him. 
Uh, a lot of people I've talked to throughout the years say, well, I don't know how to pray. And I tell people, just pull up a chair, pretend like Jesus is sitting there and talk to him. You know, driving down the road, turn the radio off and just talk to the Lord. You know, you don't have to uh, be hands and knees. Um, and, and, you know, of course, that's encouraged, you know, showing a, a spirit of humility. But you don't always have to be on your hands and knees and, and like a monk chanting. I mean, you, you can talk to Jesus at any time, anywhere. And, uh, you know, when I'm counseling people, I'm praying, God, give me wisdom, give me discernment, give me knowledge. How is the best way to respond? How is the best way to direct this person? You know, I, I'm constantly in prayer. You know, I was, I was talking about, um, what was today, Tuesday, Sunday night. Uh, I was talking about my friend in Chicago. We've been encouraging each other to get out and walk every day. And so he, he'll say, hey, I went out and walked. He'll show me his mileage. And, and he's like, I was praying for you today. And then I'll show, I'll go walk a couple miles and say, well, here's, here's, you know, my pictures and here's what I've done. And I'm praying for you too. And so as I'm walking, I'm praying, you know, trying to communicate just me and the Lord, you know, and uh, things that I'm worried about or concerned about, just me and Jesus, just talking. You know, oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. What a wonderful thing. What a caring and loving God that we have. You look at all the other religions out there, and you have to earn your place. You have to work towards enlightenment. You have to work to do this or work to do that, work to atone for sins, work to make, you know. What a wonderful friend we have in Jesus, the free gift of salvation, his grace, his mercy, that he sends the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit, uh, to guide us, to comfort us, uh, to help us in our time of need, that we have a friend that no works out on our own, unless we should boast, is going to help us earn favor with God. It is a daily communication of walking and talking with Jesus. And that's what we have to do. You know, it, it is so easy to only focus on God a couple of times a year at Easter, at Christmas, you know, that's, that's when you'll see attendance skyrocket, you know, uh, and uh, but then the rest of the year it, uh, it goes back down again. It should be something that's on the forefront of your minds each and every day. It should be something that you should be excited about each and every day, something that you long for and look forward to each and every day to spend that time with Jesus. And so, uh, you know, I love this here. That he says, no longer do I call you slaves. What are, you know, we are, we, we are slaves to Christ. You want to be sold out to Jesus. You know, that's what I was talking about the other day in God's Word. I said, take a, you know, my, take, give all your burdens over to him. You know, his, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. We want to be slaves to Christ. That's a word that, that people... Uh, don't like to hear today. You know, you hear slavery, that's automatic. Uh, you know, that's horrible, it's evil, it's bad. And it is in the context that they are putting it in in regards to uh, uh, the skin color uh, type of racism, uh, slavery. Yes, that was horrible uh, how people were treated, white or black. Uh, even Irish were slaves. So, I mean, it's not just uh, you had to be black in history to have uh, slavery. Uh, but uh, but we as Christians want to be slaves to God. We want to be sold out to Jesus, given our all and complete to God Almighty each and every day. For the slave does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. So what a wonderful thing that God has revealed those things. He's not holding things back. You know, that is one thing that, one reason why our country was founded on religious freedom. See, we have, we're not in a theocracy. We can live however we want to, believe whatever we want to. That's a wonderful thing. But many of the first settlers were escaping religious persecution because the church, many of the priests, Bibles were not readily available. You know, praise God that we, we have Bibles. Uh, and about every person who watches this morning may have a Bible in their home. 
to think then that they only had the priest only had certain access to Bibles, and in many times it was in Latin, and it wasn't in 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 a context that people could read or understand or available to them. So it's almost like they were holding God's word hostage, and you had to worship in the Church of England, and people were fed up with it. And people were, if you uh, went against the status quo, then you would be arrested, you'd be persecuted, you'd be burned, hanged, beheaded, uh, horrible things. And they were done. They was like, hey, I'm, we're not living like this anymore. And that's when they wanted to, to go out. Joe, if you ever see the uh, the the um, video of the Chinese, uh, there's a pallet of Bibles, and they're grabbing them as fast as they can, as fast as they can. And as they're grabbing them, they have great joy and smiles on their faces, and they're hugging God's Word, and they're kissing the Bible because how precious it is to them, because how hard it is to get a hold of God's Word. And here we have it readily available to us every day. And yet we choose not to read it. We choose to neglect it. We forget it. That when we go to church, we 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 don't care. You know, we should be so entrenched in God's word because what a friend we have in Jesus. We have the knowledge. I have called you friends. That all things I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. Christ is revealing, giving you the knowledge for us to have, to consume, to understand. Man, we should not neglect this. We should absorb this and and, and make it uh, something that we look forward to doing, not with dread. Oh, i got to read my Bible today. That's what Matt says. No, man, you should be like, oh, I can't wait to dive into God's Word and to see what he's had. You know, there, there are spiritually... Um, anorexic Christians out there because they don't they don't take part of the daily bread. That's not a good thing. And so even as I'm reading here, it says, even though Jesus elevates the disciples from being slaves to being friends, the master-slave relationship is not eradicated. Just a few sentences later in uh, John 15, 20, Jesus implies that he is the master and they are his slaves. Paul, James, and Peter later delighted to call themselves slaves of Jesus Christ. Bondservant is literally slave. Uh, and so whatever the master commands, uh, that's what the slave follows. It's, you know, you don't sit there and say, eh, you know, the, the master said uh, I need to do X, Y, and Z. I'll get to it later. No. <laughs> you know, if you were a slave, you did it immediately. You did it without grumbling, and you did it wholeheartedly. Hey, that's what we're called to do right here, a slave Jesus Christ. Without complaining, without grumbling, wholeheartedly, what we're commanded, we need to do. And um, that's why we have, I praise God for his uh, inspired, inerrant, infallible, uh, efficient, sufficient word of God. You know, from beginning to end, we see the, the creation of the universe. We see what is to come in the last days. We th see things that help us in our daily lives with depression, anger, temper, uh, whatever it may be that you're dealing with, anxiety. We have God's word to guide us and to help us to, to against worrying, to be encouraged. And to, every day, you know, what a friend we have. That We need to have that communication with our friend Jesus, but still understanding his sovereignty, his, his royalty, that he is Lord, God, and King. But he is here to help us and to guide us. My friends, I cannot encourage you enough to spend that time in God's word each and every day. Spending that time with Jesus each and every day. Value that time. Because like I was talking about Sunday night, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, to uh, much is asked, much is given. And so, you know, whoever lacks wisdom, ask him to be given abundantly. Ask for wisdom. Ask for discernment. Ask for those things so that we can be closer to Jesus. My friends, that is my encouragement for you today. Take that. Run with it. Use today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Next week. That's my next year. Just take today and let us serve Jesus. Let us put Jesus first. We're not promised a tomorrow. So let's take today and let us serve God Almighty. Man, what a great day it will be if you do that. Let us pray.
Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this time, this opportunity uh, to be able to spread the gospel message. And Lord, help us to be close to you, to understand your friendship, your love, your grace, your mercy. Have us, Lord, to follow you each and every day, to be slaves to you, to be sold out to you. And Lord, is anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with our nation and its leaders, that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood, Troy, Linda David Feathers, Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, be with Ron Thompson, Larry and Donna Knight, Jane Kitchings, Donnie Cutshaw. Uh, Lord, be with all those who are watching this morning and listening. And Lord, you'll be with them. Let them have a blessed day. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, I appreciate you all watching this morning. And don't forget, I know I sound like a broken record and the people always tune out at this time. But don't forget, if you have trouble with social media, always go to our website at flbconline.com and watch all the devotions and sermons there. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Document Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. And you listen to all the, uh, all the sermons, all the messages uh, on their live, well, not live, but you can listen to them all the, all the same. Well, I appreciate you all watching today. Hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. Don't forget, for those who are in the Easter play, practice down at 7, and if you have uh, at 6.30, we're having an Easter egg hunt with games, and, and we'll have a great time. So you got any kids ages 3 to 10, our grandkids, bring them on out, and they can be there and have a great time. This will be a pretty day today, so they come on out and have a good time. Well, thank you all for watching, and God bless.